and welcome to episode 13 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host along with Nancy Minicozzi and I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County. And I'm Nancy, uh, an ed tech coach in Northwest LA County. I'd like to remind everyone of our podcast focus. We're accessible on your schedule. We have a short 15 minute video format with a question section so you can get your own questions answered go ahead and put them in the live chat uh next to the youtube video um or you can post your questions on our website at tlc.ninja we want to be your personalized mobile pd you choose the focus and listen where you want and for the coffee portion. Um, did you know that October 1st is going to be International Coffee Day? Yay! So make sure that you visit internationalcoffeeday.org to let them know how you will be celebrating at, uh, any events that um, sound interesting they may feature on their website. So tonight we have Jason Chong. He is a teacher on a special assignment from Fullerton. Uh, so, Jason, go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you teach, where you're from, all that good stuff. Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for having me on tonight. I'm a teacher on special assignment from uh, Fullerton, California, and I get the joy of working with teachers on how to integrate technology in the classroom, uh, how to maybe explore different passions that teachers may have, and they want to try to implement of course, using technology. So uh, personally, I have a, a passion for computer science. Um, I don't have a computer science background, but uh, my background in math, actually, which is what I taught uh, for 13 years, um, kind of sparked this interest with robotics and coding. And so <clears throat> as I did it with my students the last two years in the classroom before um, this position, um, I was able to kind of see how computer science could uh, really make an impact in learning uh, engagement. And uh, as I did more research, I noticed a lot of like uh, gender and socioeconomic gaps. And so that's kind of like a passion that I've kind of fostered through this position and through my last couple of years of teaching. So awesome. Yeah, go ahead, Nancy. No, I was just going to say that was really great, um, and I'm wondering how you um, how you do that. Um, so, in uh, and this uh, special assignment role, um, we have you know uh, different levels. We we're a K eight district, so uh, coding and robotics is such a, or computer science is a very very technical and big uh, topic. So for let's say the lower one grades, like kindergarten, second grade, um, we try to teach coding principles as our focus. So we do a lot of like dash robots, uh, Ozobots and B-bots, um, and trying to kind of develop uh, an understanding with the young ones, like what it means to give like conditional statements and uh, how to, uh, what do you call it? Um, follow like a form function or what a loop looks like. So we highlight those things by um, letting them just engage in the robotics. Uh, a lot of times robots are cute and cool. Uh, and so they uh, love that and dig it. Uh, and so we actually help the teachers then see that it's not intimidating. Uh, really what we do is say, uh, you know, you can do your daily routines and try to take that and put a 
computer science principal, coding principal spin on how they interact with their students. So um, if you're going to do like a routine on behavior, uh, instead of saying, Johnny, don't do that. You know, if Johnny, you do this behavior, then this consequence will come. Uh, and things like that. And even how they outline the classroom or uh, decorate their classroom, putting up different like um, poster boards that look like maybe block coding or uh, script language that could look kind of coding-like and small things like that to start. And then as we get to the upper grades, uh, we try to really focus in on actual language and its application. So uh, we are heavily using Lego Mindstorm EV3s. Uh, we are heavily involved in Python. Uh, and so we try to kind of defuse the teacher fear and then go in and just kind of allow students to uh, see these robots and coding in actual lessons. And so let the robot and coding be a catalyst to um, how they introduce lessons. And so kind of like that's been our approach so far. That sounds fabulous. I love the idea of the posters. I had not thought of that, doing the blockly type looking posters. I think that you could do that for a lot of things. That could be really fun. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, God, that's a really great idea. What a fun way to introduce that. You can have that in so many different applications. And like you were saying, too, you know, with your math background, that goes right into the math with, you know, fifth grade. I'm just starting now with, you know, certain um, creation. And, God, that would be so cool with that. Ooh, nice idea. Thank you, Jason. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's interesting because uh, a lot of teachers have fear with computer science and, you know, a lot of teachers I know have backgrounds in language arts or liberal studies and things like that. And uh, even p teachers that have a math background say that they like math, but when you bring up words like coding or computer science, there's a little bit more fear, I feel like, because it's a lot more technical and anything else we can kind of pick up as teachers and like get a curriculum, find things online. But when it comes to like robotics and coding, um, that's a good start, but when you want to get into the depths of uh, understanding, it actually is kind of, there's a lot to grasp and digest. And so um, a lot of things that we kind of already do in the classroom is a lot of basis or connected to coding or coding principles. I don't know if teachers realize that they do that already. So it's kind of like just bringing that to light, accentuating that. Um, and there's so many like applications like math, like uh, the mathematical practices. I mean, computer science hits all of them. Perfectly. Oh, yeah. So. Attend to precision and mm -hmm. look at your reasoning, mm -hmm. critique, critique the reasoning of others and all those kinds of things. It's, yeah, it's right up there. Definitely. But I really like, I like how you're talking about addressing the teachers' um, hesitations and fears and showing them that a lot of it is something that they're already doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think what happens is that um, teachers don't give themselves enough credit because they think STEM and coding, computer science, all this are, are these things are like new or separate ideas, but really there has always been integration. I mean, every student or every parent, every household has internet, computers, tablets, a lot of those things. So um, a lot of that background on how to function utilizes sometimes the principles that they just have to bring up to bring to light, I guess, bring forward a little bit more, that's all. So how do you introduce computer science um, to your students? You've talked about how you kind of integrate it and, you know, um, so that they're, you know, they're a little less intimidated by it. How do you introduce it um, to your students? Yeah, um, so when I was a teacher, uh, I did a lot more of it as a 
um, extension activity or something that they can like do as a center and get involved with. And so, you know, Code Academy or Code.org or all these things have a lot of preset uh, lessons. Like you don't even have to kind of walk them through it. Or Khan Academy, you know, they also have a big computer science portion. So uh, initially, I kind of started with just investigate. And I realized in my area, there are a lot of students that already know code. Uh, for some form or another, or they've dabbled in it by themselves. There are a lot of self-taught coders. Um, so they, a lot of times, know more than me. So I would just be like, hey, you know, showcase what you know with that passion. Uh, and I might replace out an activity that I did for like a skill practice and say, well, show it to me in a code, co co create a calculator. Uh, then that would suffice as your assessment or your skills so i let that first be the introduction like let them those who are interested showcase that first uh and then i dabbled in the lego robot first and um basically kind of try to integrate it out into let's say a lesson and just be like you know i don't know how this is going to go but i'll just model this robot first and look this is what it could do and so you know let, why don't you guys try this little step and then they kind of like and I give it an option, like, go ahead and try it next. Whatever you want to do with it, you have free time to play or try it out. Um, with our teachers now, we introduce it more of like demo lessons. We'll go in and just kind of show how the robot works and how you function with it. And then leave it to them. And some teachers run with that and say, oh, I can now do this in my lesson. And I'll do this in this lesson. Some teachers want us to come back more two, three times. And then it's interesting because we become like the robot guy or the robot girl. And they're like, oh, it's like, hey, robot man. So it's pretty Ooh. funny. Um, yeah. You know, it's one of these. Hey. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, and like I mentioned before, the daily routine part was, the, I think, the more um, powerful way where it becomes less threatening and more open. Um, and because it's integrated into the routines, it's integrated to their management, it's integrated to what they already do. So that's that's great. So, um, and I, I really appreciate that. I think it is hard a lot of times when you come in as a teacher on special assignment. Um, sometimes it's hard for those for teachers to feel confident after you've only been there one time. Mm -hmm. um, it's a balance. Yeah, I have but, a teacher that will come sometimes and say, like, um, every week she signs up on my sign-up sheet and says, like, do something cool with robots or do something cool with coding. And that's all she signs up for every day, every week, <laughs> not, not without fail. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And then she actually becomes a good advertisement later going, hey, you should have him come in. He'll do anything. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, so it's, so it's very cool. The way to get into the classroom. Maybe next time you can come and bring her a lesson and she can do it while you watch. Yes, um, exactly. So let me ask you then, what are some good pointers for teachers who might be watching who are interested in getting started to do this? Definitely. Getting started doing um, this. I, like we mentioned a few things. I would say Google. <laughs> Google search several ideas of lesson plans or even just what the computer science principles are. So they get a gist of, oh, wait, you know what? A lot of these principles I kind of already can do. So uh, find out what those principles are. You don't have to know everything about it. Uh, some people, I think, get intimidated. I have to know everything before I do it. No, just start, start small and start little small things here and there. And then it starts adding. And you, before you know it, it starts snowballing. So uh, nothing too big, not a grand start. Don't get me wrong. If you have big ideas and want to go grand, go for it. But I, I find it like, you know what? I, I can introduce some of these principles. And 
you know, there's all these small places. It just kind of seeps in like, okay, I'll do it in my small math lesson on ratios. Perfect. Or geometry. Okay. I'll make the robot go and do shapes. Perfect. Uh, something small like that. Um, I would say definitely like with the coding aspect, uh, all those robots have, you need code to do anything, right? Code controls everything in terms of those robotics and things like that. So, uh, Ozobots, Dash, robotics is also a very good entry point because then coding is embedded to that. Um, code.org, Code Academy, Khan Academy have already laid out curriculums that they can just kind of, uh, throw it out to the kids and be like, see how far you go, uh, at, to a certain point and see how far you can, uh, develop things, um, you know, Swift Playground. Apple just released that, and I played with it this last weekend, and it it's awesome. Um, it's really easily laid out. It has all the curriculum uh, laid forward, where you can really grab and start anytime you want. So that would be a great starting point as well. Um, and it, it really has to come down to wanting, willing to play and learn. Uh, and if it's not something that I just want to do something that's cool, so I'll just do it now. I think it has to be. I want to play with it. I want to see where it goes. Some people that have families let their kids play with it first, and they're like, oh, look at what they can do. I'll just do the same thing with my kids <laughs> in the classroom. Um, things like that. And I think uh, this is great. I mean, you have to have a playful attitude, and if you don't, then you'll never want to be able to implement. That's great. That's can you great... share? Yeah. Oh. We were both saying, <laughs> we want, both wanted to we're, tell you how great that was. We both like the idea that it's all about play and, mm -hmm. you know, you just have to be willing to play. Dude. I think that's such a, that's, that is important. Um, can you share any uh, success stories that you've had and failures? Because, I don't know, I think sometimes as teachers, we always, all of our successes, um, because we're, we feel, um, but you need to hear of our failures, because as you know, we have more failures than successes most of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, two big successes first. Um, my, we have great administration and leadership with vision and support, so my boss, our assistant soup of technology, basically said, you know, I went into his idea, I love this robotics thing, can we do a competition? Uh, and he was like, go for it. And basically kind of a but black underground budget, go for what you want to do. So I was thinking, you know what? Um, all right, I, I'll start with five schools and see if they're interested in doing some sort of Lego robotics competition that they want to be a part of. Uh, we're a school district of 20 and all said and done with, from December to January, 17 schools said, I'll do it. So wow. like, awesome. So we got clubs going. I got a partnership with a nonprofit who, uh, was willing to kind of help and send teachers over. So we had uh, our first ever robotics competition. We call it FSC Robot Nation. And um, 17 schools participated, fourth grade through eighth grade. Uh, three challenges that the robots had to do. It was after school clubs. Kids came and they were like, coding to do these challenges. And they came and it was like a sporting event. We had announcer, MC. We had teams with all their shirts and logos on. Like, oh, wow. Car. And we had about... Four, five hundred students come. Uh, we had about thousand parents. Uh, we had an FSD press team of students that went and interviewed kids and videotaped, and it was amazing. It was our first ever. This year we're going to expand and keep going. That was a huge success. Oh, that's uh, yeah. That sounds fantastic. I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to because sure, sure. our timer went off. Oh, got it. No so problem. we have our final minute for you to wrap up. Um, any last? Uh, things you'd like to leave the audience with? Sure. Uh, you know, thanks for this topic, first of all, to both of you for allowing me to share a little bit. And 
computer science, as you know, Obama and the federal government says, CS for all is a very, very crucial thing. And we always talk about STEM and computer science on a superficial level, but there's a deep, deep need and well that we have to tap into. So everyone, I encourage everyone to just take that leap, dive in, crash, burn, but yet know that the deeper you crash, the more impact you're making with your students. So please try. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So yeah, I want to thank you both for this time too. It was great. It was fun. Well, thank Thanks you. We appreciate you being here and, and spreading the, the good word and all those good things. We appreciate it. All right. So I think that's our episode for tonight. And join us in two weeks when we talk common sense media.